Hey traders, David Frost, my strategic forecast. You're here for another episode of Common Sense Market Analysis. Today is Thursday, August 31, 2023. We're looking at a daily chart of the SPY or Spider, which is the proxy for the S&P 500. What do we have on the docket today? We actually have a lot of stuff to go through today, so we're going to do it methodically using the charts, using logic, using time, and using price to figure out where the heck Mrs. Market is. For the last week or so, what we've been discussing is they're likely to run up into the three-day holiday weekend, meaning the Labor Day weekend. Labor Day is this coming Monday, and this is the week where they do the thing. So they ran them up, for the most part, all week long, despite a little sell-off into the end of the day today. However, we'll get back to that in a few moments. The end of the month, meaning the end of August, three-day holiday weekend, dog days of summer. That was a pretty good recipe for a bounce-back slash float em up kind of tape. And by the way, just for the record, this candle from last week, we call that candle the rope-a-dope candle. What exactly does that mean? Well, the Trick Trap Fool and Frustrate crew, also known as Trick and Company, pulls the rug out in a one-day wonder, sucking in the shorts. We have a lot of traders that will buy short for the further collapse on a day like that. And what happens the following day? Right out of the chute, it looks like they're right until they're not. They're holding on hope for a day and a half or so, and then they get the official pie in the face on the 29th, which was two days ago. Lemon meringue or peach cobbler? Pick your poison. Let's get back to the state of the daily chart. Looking at it objectively, let's see what the market actually did over the last week and a half of trading. First of all, they put in a bottom, they retested in the vicinity slash neighborhood, then they had the rally, and we're in an on-time type of situation. What does that mean? Well, if you take the course Lazy E-Mini Trader, I discuss in detail, which is also the foundation of everything I teach, which is how the market treats time. Time is more important than price, and we have we'll call it a variable menu of on-time type of situations. We're in one of them right now. In addition to that, let's take a look at what else happened or where they went to. Today's high was exactly 452.83. Now, we'll get back to the further importance of that, but what I want to point out right now is when you draw a line across, where did they go to? So the first thing that my eye is drawn to as I look left is, this breakdown candle right here. So let's get rid of the line and we look at the breakdown candle and it's got a high of 453.52. From a margin of error perspective, they've now run a test of that place, give or take. We're not gonna split hairs over pennies, half a dollar, when the market came from about 200 S&P handles away. Once more, why is that place important? Well, here's the way I look at it. When you look further up and to the left, you see a gap up here. So from the 1st of August to the 2nd of August, the market gapped down and it didn't look back for a while. We can call this a breakdown area. Well, the high price of that day of the breakdown situation has to be important. Why is that? 
because the market is telling us it's important. It's a breakdown. It's a breakdown day, and it's the high price of that day. It's got to have some importance. Why did the market stop there when it tried to rally? Why did the market find it impossible to get through that price? We don't need to know those answers. All we need to know is that was the resistance point at that time. Mrs. Market tells us that by us looking at the chart. It's that simple. So now we've come back to run a test of that place. So we can say this also, getting through 453, candle closes, intraday, half hour, hour, two hours, three hours above that price, and it looks like they're running up to fill the gap that's several points above. But under natural garden variety conditions, this place will be resistance, at least first time, best time. They came up slightly short of it today, but they're close enough to at least call it a test for now. What if they go higher tomorrow? Then so be it. Remember, we'll revert to float them up into the three-day holiday weekend. Today's the last day of August. Tomorrow's the first day of September. So there's a couple of things going. Do they pull the rug out after the run-up through the end of the month? Or do we still see a further run-up into the holiday weekend, first of the month fund flows, all that stuff? We don't know whether that is or is not a reason. It's information. It's awareness stuff. We'll take it at face value. Now, here's another thing. I find this rather interesting. We talked about this in the live room today. Now, check this out. Here's a Fibonacci retracement from the recent high to the recent pivot low. And today, she hit an exact three-quarter move back, 75%, 452.83 on the nose. Some traders or platforms will use a 786 retracement. That could happen. It does happen. It's either or. It doesn't really matter. It's splitting hairs. As I say in the live room all the time when we're talking about entries and exits, don't split hairs over pennies. So here's what we have. We have an on-time type of situation. The market ran up at least very close to the point in which it broke down from a few weeks ago. It's the gateway into no man's land that would lead the way up to fill a gap up here near the recent highs. When you have time, on-time situation, price, important area, generally speaking, you have a pretty solid recipe for a turn. One of the wild cards is the three-day holiday weekend. Lack of participation, lack of volume doesn't mean price can't move. It can move. In fact, when you do have a lack of participation, lighter volume type of situations, if a flood of volume does come into the market, it will exacerbate the move in either direction. Exacerbate. Write that down. It's the word of the day. Will the weekly chart take precedent? Above all the moving average, the trend is your friend until when? Until your crap gets thrown out the window. When you look at this chart, this is just a pullback in an uptrend. So what's going to take precedent? All the stuff we talked about on the daily chart just now or the weekly chart, the trend is your friend. We'll find out. This is a probability market. We don't know exactly what's going to happen day to day to day. What we can do is use the information that Mrs. Market via the charts and price are providing back to us 
and make an educated, logical analysis of the facts that are presented. It's what makes a market. We all look at the same information, the same data, and we come out with different conclusions, different opinions on what it means. Let's take a look at what happened inside the numbers today. As you know, as you already saw, we had somewhat of a floater situation today. The market really wasn't active per se. There were a couple of trades, small scalps here and there. What I want you to do is read the notes, pause the video, and go back to the charts to double check the work. You can read the rhetoric for yourself. We're looking at 452.50 today. That's an important place. 453.35, they didn't quite get there, but that's an important place. And we also know 451 is an important place. Let's see what we have as the day starts to get heated up. And by the way, here's a service announcement, a little housekeeping item. We're taking the day off tomorrow. Pretty much the end of summer, Labor Day, three-day holiday weekend, we're taking four. There'll be no notes tomorrow, no inside the numbers. We're closed for business. Same thing with the live room. We're just taking a long weekend. We've been working hard. It's been paying off. We're taking the reward. Let's move on. All right, 8.30, we had some economic data released, and that is Dater, D-A-T-E-R. Nothing doing, no big deal, but we've got a laundry list of stuff going into the opening bell. So 9 o'clock, what's the scoop? Let's narrow down the situation. I'm giving you the layout. I'm giving you the bull layout. I'm giving you the bear layout. So let's just pick apart the numbers for a second. We'll look at the charts and we'll prove or disprove the work. Above 452.50, the door is open for 453.35. Let's start there. That was the first place of overhead resistance. It was the first place on the board yesterday. We think better in pictures. Right of the vertical is today's activity. So we've got 452.50 up on the board. They hit it. They tried to get through. They really couldn't do it. They came back down. We did have traders short and short successfully up in that neighborhood. What were they also willing to do? They were willing to short again at 452.35, give or take, meaning entry number one at 452.50, entry number two higher if need be, didn't need be. We had traders that pocketed some money. Nice job. So now we don't have to worry about any of the other upside stuff. You saw they never got there. Fair enough. Now check this one out. Now the flip side situation. 451.65 is important. It's the most recent place they're breaking out from. 451.65. There it is, 451.65. Did we have traders buy the bounce off 451.65? The answer is yes, we did. Now, this is a something for everybody type of situation. Not every trader is shorting 452.50. Not every trader is buying 451.65. We as traders do what we're comfortable with. Some don't like the shorts. Some didn't want to buy long. There's something for everybody. Some are off looking at stocks on the move, making money over there. Hold your horses. We'll get to that later. All before the opening bell, we're laying everything out from zero dark 30 on. Of course, there's a 450 below 451. 451's important. As you can see, they never got to 450. They spiked 451. They came halfway home or in between. We call that a tweener type of tape. And then they bounced back in the other direction. Same thing, second bite at the apple down here, 451 was important. Pause the video, read the notes, go back to the chart to double check the work. 
not going to detail everything else for you. It's all in here. You saw the numbers. You're going to see the same numbers repeat. This is what the market is doing. Here's your tour guide information. This is the next number. Here's resistance. Here's support. Here's where the trades are. Everything is laid out each and every day. What about stocks on the move today? Only had two on the board today. One hit its entry objective. That's fine. We'll look at that one. It is Chewy, C-H-W-Y. There it is, buzz cut at the opening bell, first number, second number, and they actually bounced at the first number, which was 24.24. You could see it here on a one-minute chart, but we did have traders that booked a profit on that bounce at that number real quick, and then they took another bite at the apple when it came to the second number. Even if you didn't sell at the first, and you averaged between one and two, you still got paid accordingly. Not all trades are whoppers. Our objective is base hits, put you in the Hall of Fame. You're eventually going to get the doubles, triples, whopper juniors, whoppers, home runs, all that stuff. You never know which ones you're going to get. So you go base hit after base hit after base hit. You get them on, you get them over, and you get them in. We do it inside the numbers. We do it in the swing trades. We do it in the live room. Nothing ever changes. Each trade is different from one another, but our objective is to continue lining our pockets. The power of compounding, not only in money, but also in knowledge, will take over and prove, we'll say, benefit over time. What's going on over in Camp IWM? Didn't quite get to my 190.60. Maybe it'll happen tomorrow. Into what? Into, yeah, the three-day holiday weekend float-em-up situation. If they pull the rug out, then they had a four-day float-up. Same routine with the IWM as we had in the S&P, where we have an on-time type of situation. Other than that, nothing's really changed from what we've been discussing all week long. However... What about the folks down at the transportation department? Buttigieg, Pistol Pete. Now, we've been eyeballing this one. You have this convergence of moving averages. They've been making a bearish, flaggish, wedgish kind of routine. And don't forget, the transports are my second favorite market-leading indicator next to Camp IWM, but they're the A number one canary in the coal mine. As a canary in the coal mine, you can't help but notice the down 202 or three points today, one and a quarter percent, when everything else was nearer the flat line, if you will. And we had an outlier or two in the other direction. So it's noticeable, it's of note, it's a puzzle piece, and it's certainly on the table. Here's one of the outliers, the Q people. They were up a third of 1% today. No big deal one way or the other, but look where they are. We just reference what we talked about in the spiders and you say, well, what's going on over here? And you say, well, here they are. Same place. It's just different magnitudes on the chart, but ultimately it's the same place that the spiders went to today corresponding to the same thing in the queues. That's all it was. This breakdown candle high, the number is 379.26. Today's high, 379.72. Closing price, 377.99. They spiked it. They closed below it. That's a test. The spiders came up short. They spiked it through. You split the difference. They meet in the middle. Doesn't matter. It's splitting hairs over pennies. Same routine as the other markets. 
on time type of situation, important place. We'll see what happens over the next day or two. XLF, the financial crew, into that convergence of moving averages that they just got above. They're still technically above, they're on it. Above all the moving averages, the trend is your friend, but if they come right back inside, there's trouble in financial paradise. And that goes a little deeper than a lot of the other surface type stuff. Why is that? Well, I've been looking at the retailers lately and I'll just veer off a little bit into the, uh, if the consumer is not spending money and you look at all these companies, Disney and Macy's and Nordstrom and Kohl's and Target and the list goes on and on and on, Dollar Tree, Dollar General, and then the XRT itself, if the consumer's not spending money, what does that tell you? It tells you we're starting to crunch. Why is that? Well, they're going to extend on credit cards. If they're not even doing that at present, that means they're maxed out. That means what comes next? Accounts receivable goes up. Accounts receivable where? The banks. All right, let's take a look at some of the big credit card holders. How about Bank of America? Looks terrible. How about PNC? Same routine. What are these charts telling us without telling us? There's something going on that looks different than this. The consumer is important. I don't care what anybody says. The TV people always want to tell you the consumer's fine. They're not always fine. Right now, I don't believe the consumer is fine. You have inflation. You have a credit issue, meaning if they're extended, they can't get any more credit. Interest rates are through the roof. Can't take it out a loan anymore and get a decent rate, so it's expensive to borrow money. You have less money, things cost more, and you can't borrow enough, and it costs more to borrow. That's not a good recipe. Just looking around the horn, peeling back the onion a little bit, giving you some insight in some of the things I'm looking at in the bigger picture. Is this what they call a red light special? How about Smash Mouth? Well, check it out. Breakdown candle high, they're testing the high. They were up there yesterday, close. They got up there and threw it today, couldn't close above. But if they do close above, this could be the other proxy for further rally, meaning another canary in the coal mine for another bull case. Not a long-standing another bull case, just a further bull case for more of a push higher. We treat each chart independent of one another. We take each market and each chart at face value. Have I told you how much I appreciate each and every one of you? Without you, these videos are not possible. That is true and accurate information. We're pulling the ripcord here today. I'm David Frost, my strategic forecast. Thanks again for tuning in to another episode of Common Sense Market Analysis.